Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today, we're going to be speaking with Terry Lieback, who is an environmental specialist, but that's not going to happen until right after these very important messages, so stay tuned. I will, because we're going to be going to be talking about the joys of recycling. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Well, good morning, Sarah O'Connell. And we are playing Green Green because we're talking to our good friend, Terry Lieback, um, about the joys of recycling, and she is an environmental specialist, Jonah. I don't know if you knew that, even though you've known her for 25 years. I'm, yes, she's a mere child. I knew her when she was a mere child. <laughs> Actually, I had the pleasure and delight of working with Miss Terry Lieback when I was at the Department of Environmental Conservation. I'd like to say good morning, Terry. Good morning. And welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. Now, we're going to be talking about recycling. And, uh, you know, when I was uh, in the one-room schoolhouse in the ancient days, the three R's were reading, writing, and arithmetic. But in the environmental field, three R's mean something very different. What is that? Reduce, reuse, and recycle. I've been trying to reduce for years, but I can't <laughs> stay away from the desserts. All right, well, what do each of those mean? Well, we are, as a country, about 4% of the world's population, but we create about 25% of the world's garbage. Wow. Yeah. The three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, is an attempt to get those figures down. And in New York, we have a uh, solid waste management plan or a materials management plan, which lays out a strategy for the next 20 years as to how we can get down to about a half a pound per person per day in New York. All right. We're trying to get away from the uh, use it up and throw it out mentality. Is that what you're saying? Right. The get away from the convenience and, and more durable. Yeah. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, growing up uh, in the 50s as I did, everything was, you know, disposable this and ease of that and TV dinners and they just threw everything out in the garbage and never gave a thought of where it was going. And in those days, where was it going, Terry Lieback? Usually to open dumps mm-hmm. or just um, backyard burning was pretty common. So not very environmentally friendly. friendly. I, I remember growing up in the projects in New York City and you would take the garbage and throw it down a chute and every once in a while the custodian would let, set fire to it and just have these piles of black smoke coming out of the, the chimney. Uh, and again, we, we never gave any thought to that. Um, but, you know, uh, Terry and I both come from Red Hook now. Uh, well, Terry uh, is now in Kingston, but she was in Red Hook for many years. And when they started recycling uh, a number of years ago, I was amazed at the amount of garbage 
that was reduced when I started recycling because we used to put all the newspapers, the papers, the household scraps into the garbage bag. And all in one thing. All in one bag. And yep. then we cart it off and off it went. And when I started recycling with a family of four with two young kids at the time, we reduced it from two big black bags to one tiny little white one and the rest mm-hmm. all went to recycling. So it can be done, right, Terry Lieback? Yes, it can be done. If you're really serious about reducing the amount of waste that you create, you can divert about 80% mm-hmm. pretty easily. That's a pretty amazing yeah. number. Pretty easily. But it's but it's incorporating the three R's. It's it's waste reduction, which means what? It means not creating it in the first place. So the example I like to use is plastic bags. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the grocery store, you buy, you purchase things, and you bring it home in a plastic bag. It's a, The useful life of a bag is about seven minutes, mm-hmm. depending on, because you're really just taking it from the store to your home, unpacking it, using it. So if you bring a reusable shopping bag mm-hmm. to the store, you're saving all those bags. You're not creating them. Um, and so that's that's what we mean by waste reduction, is not creating the material that needs to be managed in the first place. And then the next R is reuse, mm-hmm. which is using the same thing over and over again. We'll use, this, we'll use the example of the, the shopping bag. Mm-hmm. Now you're reusing that again and again for we're a purpose. Very, we're very committed to that at Radio Rotary because I reuse the same jokes every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, just um, Terry just touched on a practical application in our everyday lives. For example, in your kitchen, we could all be very committed to just using um, dish towels as opposed to paper towels for your cleanup and whatever spills. Uh, and and uh, cloth, cloth napkins, napkins yeah. every day. It's not just for fancy dinners or holidays, but use those every day. You, you want to see you want to see Terry get really annoyed with me? <laughs> How about disposable razors for the men? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, those are bad, aren't they? For a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. For for when you look at when you look at ways in your home that you want to reduce the amount of garbage you create, the best way to do that is to look in your garbage bin to see mm-hmm. what's in there and mm-hmm. what it's primarily made up of. Mm-hmm. And are those things things you can cut down on or back on? And a lot of what people have are packaging. Mm-hmm. So. You know, for instance, if you're going to the store and you're making a decision on buying, let's say, eggs, are you going to buy them in the styrofoam so they don't break on the way home, or are you going to go with the cardboard box that can be recycled? Mm -hmm. So, you know, hopefully you'll go with the cardboard and be a little more careful with your shopping bag, but, you know, the styrofoam's not really necessary and it's because it's not recyclable. And well, it doesn't break down either. It's not biodegradable. Because right. when you talk about recycling, which, by the way, I personally noticed that when I made, made um, over the years, I've become more committed and recycling and learning things in practical application becomes a way of life for you, but it, it also saves money in so many ways right? when running a house or running a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what about composting and things like that for those who have gardens or take care of their lawns? I mean, we there there are all kinds of things you can do. Exactly. Well, just to, just to finish up on the second R, reuse. So, so we're in the springtime now, so there's so many ways that people are cleaning out their garages, their attics, their mm-hmm. closets. There's rummage sales. There's free cycle on the web, Craigslist. I mean, there's so many different ways that if you've got something that's usable but you don't have a purpose for it any longer you can pass it on to somebody who can use it. Let let me tell you how influential this young lady is. My daughter when she was in high school Mm -hmm. used to go to the thrift shops to buy clothes and I'd say you know your father does make enough money to buy you new clothes and she said no. You know, Mrs. Lieback talked to me about reuse and recycle, and she wanted to repurpose those clothes. And yep. all her friends were doing the same thing. 
Yeah, I, I love consignment shops. Me too. Thrift shops, love it. And uh-huh. I probably half my wardrobe is from consignment. Same here. Yeah. You know, where I live, um, we have, um, I, I live in a rural, much more rural area, so we, I don't have garbage pickup. I go to the dump. So trust me when I tell you, I'm very conscious of my garbage. You don't go to the dump, Sarah. I do. You go to the transfer station. Oh, tra- well, that's what we call it. Now, I was going to say, and it's called the transfer station. And in there, there is a swap shop. And so for things like that, if you don't want to have a rummage sale or deal with eBay or whatever goes on, but everybody is in and out of there like clockwork. And you know what? It makes going to the transfer station, going to the dump, an adventure. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a problem, Terry Lieback of the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation is talking to us about recycling and reducing the amount of waste we create. Sometimes you have no choice. Now, uh, we're taking our radio rotary microphones to Australia this summer for the Rotary International Convention. We'll be bring coverage right back down under that's right so i went to get a card from my camera so i could take a whole lot of pictures in australia and this little tiny card which is probably half an inch square all around came in this humongous big plastic thing that you practically need uh, uh, a pneumatic drill (laughs) to get through right you know that's the only choice i had Uh, can we talk to the manufacturers about making these things a little bit less wasteful? What you're talking about, Jonah, is um, product stewardship. And that is exactly what that is, is making manufacturers more accountable for the entire life cycle of a product. So not just sell it and then, you know, the consumer uses it and then has to figure out what to do with it afterwards or the cost is on a municipality to help offset. Electronic waste is a great example of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, we have product stewardship initiatives in New York. We have it for e-waste and rechargeable batteries now. And New York has a product stewardship council. We're looking at other materials like paint is is probably the next big one. Is a yeah, big that's one, a right? big one. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find out more about all this information about recycling and reducing and reuse from Terry Lieback of the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation in just a moment, and also some practical tips from Terry that we can all use at home to uh, make our planet a better place in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Terry Lieback of the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation. And Sarah, who allows us to reuse Radio Rotary every week? Well, we're recycled this week by... JGS, our essential partner for all of our accounting and business consulting needs, and they can be reached by calling 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Reach them on the web at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Newburgh, New Paltz, Patterson Pleasant Valley, and Poughkeepsie Arlington. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
It's Apple Blossom time in Red Hook. Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival is Saturday, May 10th. Fun for the whole family. Great food and craft vendors. Get that last-minute gift for Mother's Day. And did I mention the great food? There's face painting for the kids and live entertainment throughout the day. And don't forget that great food. It's Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival. Saturday, May 10th, all day in the heart of Red Hook. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second segment of Radio Rotary this morning. I am joined by Jonah Trebowasser, my co-host. Say hello. Hello. And you have been recycled, haven't you? God. So many <laughs> over times. Over and over <laughs> and over again. Wait, wait, wait. wait. How <laughs> does the Belle of New Orleans come out with an over? Like you're from Boston. I'm making fun of you. You're, oh, oh, the you're Brooklyn not accent. Brooklyn, which you deny at every turn. <laughs> and Jonah, today we're talking to our good friend, um, Terry Lieback, um, who is with the DEC. Um, and she's been discussing the joys of recycling the three R's. And Terry really is considered an environmentalist specialist. So welcome back, Terry. Thank you. And we were about to wrap up with the third. The three R's stand for what for our listeners that have just joined us? Us. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Okay. And we were getting to the last R, I think, in this right. segment. Recycling. So let's get right to it. Okay. So um, it's springtime, and it's a perfect time to talk about composting, which is nature's way of recycling. Yay. And I love this time of year. I can't wait to get my hands in the dirt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you're talking about reducing the amount of waste that your household generates, mm-hmm. composting is key. Whether you have a heap in the backyard or you put it out curbside for your municipality to take, as long as it's not going in the garbage, that's the main thing. So if you can keep a little kitchen uh, countertop um, bin mm-hmm. for your coffee grounds, your eggshells, your banana peels, And here's all those a little things. recycle tip. You can use the half-gallon, um, uh, their paper, waxed paper, uh, with the, that the milk comes in the carton, right? For your eggshells and mm-hmm. coffee grinds, absolutely. Yep, anything that's a perfect, like that's going to uh, Holder. The one thing you want to be careful of, especially in the summertime, are the fruit mm-hmm. flies. Mm-hmm. So I do have a, a, a compost bin, mm-hmm. um, a countertop bin, because that keeps that down. Mm-hmm. That, you know, mm-hmm. the, the fruit flies, which is nice. But you can do. I know people who have exactly the same system you're talking about, and maybe put it in the refrigerator until mm-hmm. they're ready to dump it, and that works just as well. And you know, uh, Terry Lieback of New York State Environmental Conservation Department, there's a financial incentive to recycling and reducing and composting because a lot of municipalities now charge you uh, to buy the bag all right you know pay to throw throw things out it could be two dollars a bag for a small one three three fifty four dollars for a big one so uh, but they'll take all your recycling for free so there's a financial incentive to doing this exactly and when we talk about waste that we create that has to go somewhere. It leaves the curb or it leaves the transfer station, but where does it go? Mm-hmm. And generally in the Hudson Valley, if it's not being um, taken to a waste-to-energy facility in either Dutchess or Westchester counties, it's likely going on a um, multi-hundred uh, round trip to out to western New York to yeah. Seneca Meadows Landfill or other places like that. And eventually so, these landfills are all going to get filled up. Right. I mean, we currently don't have capacity to handle all the waste that the entire state makes. Well, is that you know? right? So we export a lot of it, um, particularly New York City. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big issue, which is why 
the three R's are so important, and you know. Now, what about paper recycling? You know, when they within the computer age, they always said we'd have the paperless office, which is ridiculous because people are using There's more paper more now paper than, than ever because everyone's Gutenberg. You have your own printing press. Uh, paper recycling is awfully easy, isn't it, for the for the homeowner? Yes, paper recycling is very easy. Just about anything you you. Uh, produce can be put in your recycling bin. Everything from cereal boxes to office paper to, as I said earlier, egg uh, uh, cartons. And, and uh, recycling of glass is very easy, and glass can easily be recycled. But the plastic containers are interesting. You know, at the bottom of every plastic container, there's a little number in between the triangle with the recycling symbol. The ratings. And, yeah, they go from they one rate. to, say, yeah. six or seven. Right. And different places, they take different things. What do those different numbers mean, Terry Lieback? Well, those are those numbers are stamped inside what's called the Mobius loop. So it's the, the recycling triangle. But that was not developed to identify recyclability. It was it was ident it's for the plastic resins for the different types of plastic. Right. So that's a, it's a resin identification for the different types of containers. Now with single stream recycling, as long as it's a container and not a wrap or a bag, it can pretty much go in your recycling bin, even the caps and the lids. Talk to us. What is what is meant by single stream yes. recycling? Yeah, I talked about this um, a few years ago when I was here. It was brand new. It was a new concept for everybody. So we used to have the dual stream system where you put your papers in one bin and then you put your, your containers, your glass, your metals, your plastic in another. And they were separated um, for recycling into various commodity grades, you know, newspaper, cardboard, high-grade paper, and then the glass metal pr plastic. Now what they've done is they've come up with a single stream system where you have these rolling cart toters and you can put it all in there. And that's much more convenient. More people do participate. They get they capture more material this way. Now how but does it, it get separated at the other end? By well, hand? No. It, well, it's it's a combination of things. I like to say that when you go to a materials recovery facility, it's kind of like a, a giant game of mousetrap. You know, <laughs> there's conveyors and there's, you know, magnetic separators and air classifiers. And there is some manual separation towards the end, but a lot of it is done by machinery. And it and it separates it out into all those various grades that I just talked about as far as commodities go. So the hope was when it was implemented that it would be less work on the consumer or it would just be make it easier, more streamlined. Right. The convenience. People, the convenience to participate. Gotcha. And that and that really has Helped been the case. Done that. Uh-huh. However, now with these heavier uh, toters, we have to go to automated collection. So mm -hmm. you have the sidearm that comes out and right. dumps it into the truck. Well, it's it's hard to, for the drivers to to check to make sure that people are separating appropriately. So okay. there's more contamination in these bins now, mm -hmm. and there's something called the green fence in China, where they've basically said um, you need to check your recycling to make sure that it's clean and commodities because we're finding a lot of garbage in it. Is that right? So I would encourage people to just about everybody's got the diagram on top of their single stream toter that tells you what to go in there. Just refresh yourself on what should be going in there because it does matter. You but can't so, just put anything in. Some places like Red Hook, for example, where I live, I still have things separate. So we have a separate bin at home for the newspapers, separate for the glass and plastic, and a very big bin that my wife throws me into when she wants me to get the <laughs> heck out of the house. She hopes they'll cart me away. Our guest is Terry Lieback from the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation, one of the most respected names in the recycling uh community as Miss Lieback uh, for many years, uh, a well-recognized expert. And uh, Terry, we're coming up on Earth Day and there's some special things you want to plug, so go right ahead. Yes. Um, this is a great time of year, my favorite time of year. Um, Earth Day is April 22nd. 
And um, there's some things that people should be aware of now because there are special events this time of year that are hosted, um, particularly household hazardous waste events. And in the lower Hudson Valley, um, Westchester and Rockland have permanent year-round sites that will take your your chemicals, um, uh, you know, your pesticides, all those types of things that you've had accumulating in your garage or underneath your uh, kitchen uh, countertop. Um, so it's a safe way to dispose of these things. Um, they go particularly for fuels reblending and, and things like that. It doesn't. It's out of the normal solid waste system, mm-hmm. so it's handled appropriately because these things are toxic. Terry, what so, about the stuff that you mentioned earlier, e-waste? I know, like every four or five years, people buy a new computer. Everyone's going to the flat screen TVs, so the old big tube TVs are are now obsolete. Um, where do people take those, and how big a problem has that become? Because I know there's like heavy metals and nasties in some of this stuff. Right, and and e-waste, as I said earlier, is a product stewardship initiative for New York State. Um, and you can a lot of municipalities are still providing the service, but you can take these materials back to retailers as well. There's a specific list of of covered electronics under the law, and you can go to our website, which is www.dec.ny. Gov, and you can look up anything I've been talking about, whether it's e-waste or composting or recycling, anything like that that you're interested in searching on, and you'll get information on that. Give us the website once again, Terry Lyman. Sure. It's www.dec.ny.gov. And folks at home, get a pencil and recycled paper, because we're going to talk about that website one more time before we say goodbye. So in a couple of minutes we have left, Terry, what else do you want to let people know about? Yes. Um, another item of emerging concern is pharmaceutical waste, um, because we're finding that the medications that we take that are not, they're not fully metabolized by us and they end up in our wastewater treatment plants mm-hmm. and therefore in our water bodies. Well, people for a long time thought you should, you know, flush things down. The, like if you had leftover pills, you yes, mean. right. Flush and that, them down and then it goes in the aquifer or whatever exactly. happens to it, but it's not good. No, no. We're, it's, it's starting to affect aquatic life. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's everything from caffeine to um, ibuprofen to then the more controlled substances, mm-hmm. you know, hormone mm-hmm. replacements and uh, antidepressants and things like that. So, it's a serious issue. So what you should do is take that material to either um, a household hazardous waste day where they're collecting it, or there are a number of police stations yeah. that will take it because you have to surrender controlled substances to a police officer. Mm-hmm. And these boxes are in the lobby. Nobody's going to look in your bag and see what you're bringing. It's just there to drop off like a mail slot, and it'll be destroyed appropriately. And then the last thing I want to mention in the time we have left is there are also rain barrel and compost bin sales this spring. Yay. So check with your local counties <laughs> to see where you can purchase them at a really great price over retail, about half the price that you would pay over retail. Terry, give us the uh, website again where people can get more information about uh, recycling from the Department of Environmental Conservation. Our website is www.dec. Dot ny dot gov and we have a search engine on that website and anything that you're interested in just plug it in and search and you'll find the information you need. Terry Lieback, thanks so much for everything you do to protect the environment and thanks for joining us once again on Radio Rotary. Thank you for having me. And Miss Sarah O'Connell, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salzburg 
Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, our producer, Sue Naglary, our engineer, honorary Rotarian, Jay Verzi, my co-host, Sarah O'Connell. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget to look us up at RadioRotary.org. Be there for Rotary's Taste of Goshen Sunday, May 18th, 2 to 5 p.m. at the Goshen Harness Racing Museum and Hall of Fame of the Trotter, 240 Main Street in Goshen. Tickets are just $25 in advance, $30 at the door, and kids under six are free. Tickets are available from any Goshen Rotarian or call 914-443-6961. That's 914-443-6961 or call 845-294-5466. That's 845-294-5466. Great food from local restaurants, a fantastic jazz band, and loads of fun for everyone. Don't miss Goshen Rotary's 5th Annual Taste of Goshen, Sunday, May 18th at the Goshen Harness Racing Museum. See you there. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business.